0: Blob Talk Radiant Sally Beauty's new all-in-one hair color kits make it easy to color your hair at home. Get everything you need to color for beautifully radiant results. Loved by professionals, open to everyone. Sally Beauty Blob Talk Radiant Hello and welcome to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel, and
1: I am Darren Noel.
0: We are here this evening just to talk to you again about relationships. Let me give you just a little bit of information about who I am. My name is Dr. Nefertiti Noel, and I run a full-service behavioral health practice that includes life coaching, medication management, um, all types of therapies, and life coaching in um, Naperville, Illinois. And Darren.
1: My background is in corporate America. I do career counseling and life coaching at New Orleans Associates in Naperville.
0: Good stuff. We are both really committed to helping people um, strengthen their relationships in every area. And I think one of the the big mistakes that people make is not realizing that every interaction that they have with someone is a relational interaction. And almost everyone that we know we're in some type of relationship with. So we're either someone's daughter, wife, mother, sister, aunt, Friends, coworkers, classmates, you know, all those different things. And I think it's really important to help people get a hold and an understanding of who they are in each of those relationships. And sometimes our roles in a relationship can be very different based on how we know that person and, you know, and what's going on in our lives with that person. So today, if you have any questions or comments that you want to make, call our gift call in number at 323. 323- Six nine three three eight three five. Again, three two three, six nine three three eight three five, and press the number one if you have a question. Um, if you have a question, then we will come online. We will call you out by the last four digits of your telephone number, and uh, go ahead and let you you speak your question or comment on the air. So today's topic is is God relevant in our relationships? So Darren, I'm going to let you get started with that. Yes,
1: definitely. We have a lot of different type of relationships we want to talk about today and they're relevant, uh, we look at them, is God relevant in these relationships? Let's start off with friendship. As you start off with a friendship. Is God relevant in a friendship? I say yes, absolutely, because as you're building your friendships, you want to understand if people have uh, respect for your beliefs and do you have respect for their beliefs? Because obviously as you grow up and you have friends, you know, you may not believe exactly the same thing as the people you're in friendship with, but do they have a general respect for you? Do they uh, uh, respect your ideas of what you believe is right and wrong? Do they have respect for what you say you won't do and things that you will do? Okay, so they have that respect. And are they open to willing to listen to you express those beliefs to them? And are you open and willing to listen to what their beliefs are? Hey, you know what? I, I don't eat this. I don't go uh, certain places. I don't believe in sex before marriage. Um, I, I believe I need to go to church on a weekly basis. Whatever the case may be, are you open to listening to their beliefs and are they open to listening to your beliefs? I think that's important.
0: Yeah, I think what's really interesting is that I think friends are probably one of the first places that we learn our religious ground. Like, so if you believe a certain thing, I think your friendships are the first place that you try those things out with. I mean, I can remember middle school and high school where people would sit down and talk about God. Like, I had a friend that was a Seventh day Adventist, and I was like, well, what does that mean? And, you know, tell me all about that. I had friends that were Catholic, and I had friends that were Muslim, and they talked to me about their different religious beliefs. And we would actually argue, not in a negative sense, but just kind of argue our facts with one another and brush up with each other kind of our thought processes. And it did give me an understanding of where people stood with things. So, like, I knew, for example, Certainly, my friends, if someone told me that they had sold something for me, I just wouldn't believe it because I understood what they believed, like, you know, religiously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that respect comes in. You may not
1: agree with what they're saying mm-hmm. if they believe it, but you have respect for it. For let me give an example, if you're having, ordering lunch for your group or for some friends, right, and you know one of your friends doesn't eat pork for whatever, whatever religion they are, guess what, I'm going to, you say, well, I respect that belief. I'm going to order some pizza that doesn't have pork on it so they can participate in the, the lunch and not be offended. I'm not going to have everything with pork on it because I know they don't eat that. Why? I respect their beliefs. That's what we we're talking about from a friendship type situation. I
0: think it also makes a difference in, so if it's, if it's one of my girlfriend's uh, wedding showers or something of that nature and I'm planning with a group of her friends what we can do for fun and somebody says, listen, let's get a stripper, if I already know where she stands on those things, I know if I should or shouldn't do that, or at least if I should make a comment that says, hey, from the perspective that I know Su- Susie Snowflake, that may or may not be something she'd be interested in. Absolutely. Or
1: we want to go out to uh, a certain event. We, we have some flexibility on the date we choose, but guess what? We know that person goes to, to church every Sunday, so we're not going to put the event on Sunday where they're going to be offended, or I know they go to church every Saturday. I'm not going to put the event on Saturday so they can't participate. So you may or may not... Believe that uh, they have belief But you respect in the, you have respect for them And allow some flexibility in relationships.
0: So you can have that friendship with them Absolutely. Absolutely What are some other areas that we have to consider Okay Also you know I'll also stick with friendships a little more
1: Also do people Tend to curb their behaviors uh, Around you Based on their knowledge of your beliefs Because they know you don't really like cursing Right somebody is, You know I really don't get into cursing so guess what? They may be a curse, but guess what? They don't curse around you. Or they may do, uh, do a lot of drinking, but, you know, for whatever, you're not a big drinker. You're some other friendship. But guess what? They don't bring that around you. You know, oh, I'm going to be around Jim today, so I'm going to leave my alcohol at home. I'm going to curb that behavior around them.
0: What about the opposite of that? Sometimes when you have friends that don't necessarily have a, a, a religious belief, do, do you see people praying less around them over their food or doing different things like changing their behavior on the opposite end of that? So you mean if somebody is a, a prayer or something
1: like that, they'll change what they're around that person? Is that what you mean? Correct. Um, that, well, I guess it's, it's, what you don't want to do is change the core from a religious, from a religious standpoint, if the right or wrong. You don't want to change that. So if you uh, believe that you need to pray before your meal that's a serious thing that you believe as part of your foundation, you don't want to... You don't want to change that when you're around your friends. But if you're around your friends and you know they're not religious, you're not gonna harass them in terms of talking about God every single time you're around them. You may you may change that. For that.
0: But what about people that feel like, hey, I want my friends because in general people believe in God because they want salvation of some sort, right? And every right. religion has their um, their difference on what that salvation is. But what if you're really concerned about your friend's salvation? And they're like, well, I don't like it when you pray over dinner. And you're like, but listen, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, then you won't make it, like, until eternal life. What about that?
1: Well, I'm, I'm not praying in front of my food so I can try to convert you. I'm praying because, over
0: my food because it's something I believe in I think it's my part of my core value that I need to do. But a lot of people do um, kind of do their prayers and stuff so other people can see it. Like, right? I guess that's I a can't, I can't answer for those right. people why they right. do that. But to me, that's, that's something that's
1: core to you. I don't have a problem with you not changing that, okay? okay? But going, if you're out to the movies and you're going out, hey, I want to talk to you about God, even though I know that's not what you're really about, there's a time and place for everything. You know what? That's probably time I can put that to the back burner. If that's, what, if that's what your belief is.
0: Okay. okay. Okay? Well, before we get to other relationships, I have a question that came in over email uh, concerning friendships and God. So I'm going to read it. Sure. It says, my best friend and I get along great. But she has recently become more religious, almost judgmental. We believe in the same things, but I feel like if I don't act a certain way, she gets upset. How do I approach this topic with her without spoiling this friendship? I'm going to read the question one more time. It says, my best friend and I get along great, but she has recently become more religious, almost judgmental. We believe in the same things, but I feel like if I don't act a certain way, she gets upset. How do I approach this topic with her without spoiling the friendship?
1: It might opinion, well, you already said it's a best friend, so you guys have some communication feel should be pretty close uh, enough to have open and honest communication. I come out with, hey, I see a change in you recently. You seem to be uh, well, turning more religious and almost to the side of a little bit judgmental. I see something like that. Hey, what's going on? Can you tell me what's going on with you? I see a change in you. What's going on? And let them
0: respond, and tell them what's going on in their life. <laughs> See that's that's one way to do it. I think that's a great example. That's kind of a soft start. Um, There's my my option might be for you is to maybe not bring it up so much right now because I think that we have to give our friends space to develop into who they are. Mm -hmm. And your friend may just sort of be strengthening that muscle, that part of her identity. And if it's judgmental, like I mean, I can get that part that you feel like maybe if you don't pray every time you eat, she gets angry or something like that. You you might want to jokingly say, hey, you know. It's all right if you pray, but it's also all right if I choose not to, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. If you don't want to call a friendship, and if you are best friends, one, you should be able to have open communication.
1: Right, it, exactly. I mean, it, by, by putting
0: that in that you are
1: best friends, you just let it go,
0: right? Unless, unless you are, she is your best friend and you are not hers. I mean. Sometimes we don't always talk close to her to someone. But I'm going to take you on faith value that you're best friends. If you are best friends, then you should definitely be able to communicate these concerns with her um, Mm -hmm. in an open, calm fashion. And I don't know if judgmental, because you said you believe the same thing. Is it judgmental or are you feeling bad because you think you should be doing more? I mean, that's something you should also explore, too, um, because you have a right to practice religion however you want to. So I, I don't think you need to be forced into doing anything differently but definitely try to give her some space to grow. And if that takes too long for you, then maybe have that conversation. And because, again, you never really know what's going
1: on with her. It could be she's trying to increase her faith and going further in that way. Or maybe she's feeling bad internally about something that she did. A lot of times people turn judgmental turn when they've done something wrong, right? They're off. Oh. And, you know, they try and find, find of other people because they've done something wrong that they don't really want to get out, or right. whatever the case may be. So you really don't know what's going on with that person. The best way if you really
0: want to know is to ask. Absolutely. The other thing is I'm also going to say that sometimes people, when they're going through a tough time, maybe something's happening in her family that she's not telling you, Sure. they also tend to lean a little bit harder on their religious belief system. So yep. I, I don't want that to be a negative for her or for you, but definitely perception is important. of you're perceiving that she's judging you, having that conversation, and maybe that's the way you approach it. Hey, listen, this is not normally you, but I really feel like I'm being judged. Is everything okay? Maybe having that conversation. Yep. All right, Darren, you okay. have more? Yeah, the next one, let's take a look at as you start to do uh, dating,
1: you start to move into dating relationship. Um, guys are going to have a role in that in terms of how you uh, look at the different roles of male and female in that relationship, what the, the role of the man is, what the role of the woman is. Um, big one, obviously, is the decision to have sex before marriage or not to have sex before marriage. That's probably one of the biggest ones, okay, that couples have to come to some kind of understanding about based on their uh relationship with God And his relevance in that relationship Hey are we going to wait to uh, Take that step until we Decide we're actually going to get married and, and get married and say I do's and then take that step Or are we going to do it before that That's a big decision that's going to come up with there Also I, I thought about in the day Relationship is the role of the parents You know, Are, are they willing to say You know what I want to get my parents Approval on this relationship As I see it getting more and more serious You know what we're thinking about getting married. We're talking about getting married. I need to have my parents come and check this person out and give them the okay. That could be somebody's view of God and relationship, and that's a role of a, of a their role of a, of a parent. Their belief in the parent
0: has that role in the day relationship that they want to get that blessing. Some people may have that. Absolutely, I think one of the biggest things that that religion, what role God plays in relationships, is setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. So in our in our intimate relationship if we're able to sit down and have conversations and have an understanding where each of us is coming from our, our God belief standpoint, that will help have some better boundaries on what should and should not be done in a relationship. Not even whether it's sex, whether it's like, I, I know people that when they're engaged won't sleep in the same bedroom because they don't want people to perceive that something's going on. Sure. I know other people that live together. and I mean, you know, so it's just a matter of where you lie and where you sit with the boundaries that your religious group has.
1: Absolutely. That's definitely going to direct what's, what's for you, what's right, and what's, what's wrong.
0: And sometimes it even directs who you date because I know lots of people that won't date someone that doesn't believe like exactly what they believe.
1: Absolutely. And I know
0: other people that figure, hey, that doesn't matter to me as long as they're a good person. So, I mean, I think that this is some of the conversations that people need to have when they're dating up front is about belief systems and where they stand with their belief systems.
1: Absolutely. Let people know where you stand. You know, hey, this is what I believe. This is who I am. I'm looking for somebody who has these same beliefs or I'm open. And let people know where you're standing, what you're looking for.
0: Absolutely. And, and I think a lot of times people don't discuss this stuff up front, so it ends up becoming a problem on the back end.
1: Absolutely. These are, we talked about a couple of shows, kind of uh, the interviewing process, things of that nature, so crucial before you get too involved in the relationship. Um, do it up front so you know what you're getting involved in. They know what they're getting involved in. Or you, you can decide up front, well, you know what, this is not going to work. No need to put a whole bunch of time into it. We can just cut bait right there and move on and go our separate ways.
0: Absolutely. I have a couple of dating questions that people are sure, calling sure. about. So one says, um, I'm angry with my boyfriend because he forced me to move in with him before we were married. I'm ashamed of this. My family, especially my parents, keep forcing the topic of marriage. What should I do? I want to leave, but I feel like I have put so much in the relationship that I can't leave. Well, um, well, can I can I jump yeah, in? On, I just yeah, want to jump in real quick. Because I don't understand the word force. Like how he forced you to move in with him. I, I think a move-in situation is a a group decision, and each of you all had to play a role in that decision. So I kind of want to take away the idea that he forced you, unless I mean he put a gun to your head and was like, "Listen, you got to move in with me or else." Like I'm right. not. I've never really heard of the force. Now sometimes I think people move in together because economically it makes much better sense.
1: Well, it could be a situation even when we all go break up with you. Right, so then break because, up.
0: That, that could be
1: right. I mean, that could what she means by force. It could know?
0: be. I just want to clarify, that right, right. I wish I had more information on what enforcement. Sure. That's right. all I, I, mean, I wish I had more information on what enforcement. The other thing is, just because you put a long time into something that you consider a bad situation, because you said I want to leave. Right. So you start off with I was forced to move in, then I want to leave and then the third issue is parents are kinda of forcing the issue of marriage. So I feel like if you want to go, go. Right. I mean if you if you already haven't made the level of commitment of marriage and that's maybe a different show. Like some people talk to me about Dr. Well, I'm as committed as anybody else, we just don't have a marriage license. But if, if you're basing commitment on the fact that you don't have the marriage license and you feel like you've wasted some time, there's no reason to waste additional time.
1: Absolutely, and you can you know you can move out without breaking up. You know maybe not, again that's maybe that's what the forcing is. but if you said you already put the time in, because so guess what, I'm gonna move out. We can still continue a relationship, but I don't. I'm not gonna live there anymore. I'm gonna move, move back to my place, move back to my parents, wherever she was coming from before.
0: Absolutely. I think. <laughs> excuse me. I think one thing in relationships no matter who we are, whether it's friendships or work relationships or intimate relationships, sometimes we feel like we lose our autonomy, our right to make some decisions for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And just because you are a part of a coupleship does not mean that you you have to make bad decisions for yourself all the time. So if staying with him is a bad decision for you in your opinion, then get your finances together, that's a piece of it, it sounds like your parents want you to be married, so it sounds like they would let you live with them maybe in the interim if it's not financially, you know, sound free to go now. But if you if you haven't made the mistake of marrying somebody, you, keep, you talk about you're ashamed, you feel forced, uh, you want to leave, then go. Don't be ashamed. Don't say, well, I I put seven, eight, nine years into it, so I have to get a payout. It may not be a payout.
1: Right. You may well, have nothing coming. And you don't want to spend any more time and still not get a payout.
0: Correct. And then leaving him may give you the opportunity to find the right person if he's not the right person. Absolutely. I mean, and I think there's a lot of people moving together with the idea of let's try each other out and see what's going to happen, but a lot of times it doesn't work that way because a lot of folks feel so much shame associated with, with living together that it just sort of puts a negative cloud on the relationship. And then um, – apparently your parents are are not feeling good about it because you're saying that they're trying to force you into marriage. And I don't think anyone should be forced into marriage. It's not a gunshot situation where you have to have a gun to your head. If you have to have a gun to your head to get married, you probably should not do that. I mean, unless there's some, like, really real situation that you have to get married for. But if it's it's that he is, like, you stay with me or we're broken up, then move out and see where the relationship goes because no one person has total control of their relationship. It should be a compromising situation. Yep, that's good. Okay, I'm sorry, you're talking about relationships. Yeah, did you have another one on dating or not dating? I did have another one on dating. This one says, my fiancé recently ended our relationship. I'm sorry, it says, my fiancé recently ended our engagement and told me it was because I'm not religious. I've gone to church with her, but it's not my cup of tea. I was never super religious, and I don't understand why it has become an issue now. Please help. I'll read it one more time. Mm -hmm. My fiance recently ended our engagement and told me it was because I'm not religious. I've gone to church with her, but it's not my cup of tea. I was never super religious, and I don't understand why it has has become an issue now. Please help.
1: I would say it's probably always some other issue with her or someone she was always watching out for. So she wanted to see, in my opinion, wanted to see if you were going to catch on and. and I guess, doing her faith as much as she had belief in whatever she was believing. But when she saw that it wasn't your cup of tea and you wasn't going to fully swing over to what she was looking for, she decided to just call it quits at that point in time. But in her, I, I, in my opinion, based on what I'm reading or what you're reading to me, it was, like it was always something that she was concerned about throughout the whole relationship.
0: Yeah. It, it sounds to me like she thought it, it would be okay, that it was not going to be as big of a deal as it is. But when you talk about marriage, you talk about handling finances together, possibly having children together, handling illnesses together, like all those things. And a lot of times if people are not on equal playing field in what they believe, there's lots of differences in how they play out um, decision-making. And I think when a person believes that you're not at the same level they are religiously and don't believe the same thing, they could be afraid that the decisions that you or they will make will constantly be kind of in and, um fluxes with one another and be clashing with one another. I mean, marriage is huge, actually. Obviously, With uh,
1: God, we were all been in that relationship. We were talking about you from dating, the roles of male and female in relationship, but also the ideas of divorce. What's the person's idea of going into the marriage about divorce? You know, there is no such thing as divorce for their beliefs, or divorce only in the case of adultery, or, you know what, if we just don't, just, we can't get along, we're going to call it quits. You know, that has an impact on people. How you raise your children okay, and when you get into a marriage situation and having, having children, what's your thought on disciplining and punishment for children? Um, how are you going to teach your children, you know, where they came from? Are you teaching them evolution? Are you teaching them creation? You uh, go to the your, your world. How are you teaching your children, you know, God is in control. He's got a master plan. Or, you know what, there is no master plan. Whatever's right for you is right. You know, all these kind of things go into it, into that relationship, and people have to think about it. That's all relevant to the relationship. You know, we're talking about marriage right here. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Even when you talk about like, how to discipline children There's a difference between people that have uh, Religious beliefs and people that don't Like how, how do you discipline your child Absolutely you do? And then I just looked at some statistics on a website Called crosswalk.com mm-hmm. And it says that many people who seriously Practice a traditional religious faith Be it Christian or otherwise Have a divorce rate markedly lower than the general population It says that the factor Making the most difference is religious commitment And practice Couples who regularly practice any combination of serious religious behaviors and attitudes. Um, so they kind of listen to the church nearly every week, read their Bible and spiritual materials regularly, pray privately and together, generally take their faith seriously, living not as perfect you know, people but kind of really enjoying uh, what they do religiously, enjoy a lower divorce rate than people that just show us the church as they're, they're believers. So, I mean, so this shows that people that believe anything consistently together tend to have a lower risk of divorce rate. And I know right now the divorce rate in the United States is still 50% of first marriages end divorce, mm. 50%. So if I look at the people um, that got married, Darren and I's friends that got married around the same time that we got married, I'm going to tell you at least 70% of those people are divorced now. Mm. Mm. So, so that's a huge number. And if you look at kind of the things that happen in marriages, um, finances, like who could have predicted, like, there was going to be a home market crash and people's houses were going to be upside down and people were going to be losing their jobs? It, it, you have to have, or I feel like you have to have, I can't say what you have to have, I feel like you have to have something bigger than yourself to believe and you have to, I have to believe that, okay, something horrible happened, but God has a master plan, so there must be something better going on. And a lot of times when I do therapy with couples, the couples that have, like, a master plan thought in their head that God has something better for them, whether it's Christians, Muslims, Hindi, whatever people are believing, if they can believe that together, they can keep themselves motivated and kind of in place. Um, and that's not to say that there's couples out there that don't have a religious belief that aren't going to survive their marriages. So I'm not going to be grim and dim and the grim reaper, but I'm just talking about what statistics are showing as far as people be more or less likely to divorce.
1: Yes, definitely. Most of the religions uh, look negatively upon divorce, right? I mean, right. in, in general.
0: But, again, so so here we go with guidelines again that a lot of times religion gives a group of folks a moral code that they can live by. Mm-hmm. So that also means that, like, your friends can check you. Or if I'm out with a girlfriend and she is flirting with someone, and I know that we believe the same thing, I'm probably not going to say anything to her husband, but I might say to her, hey, girlfriend, is everything okay? I kind of saw some strange behavior. Like, I might be more able to correct her because we believe the same set of values, so she may be able to hear what I have to
1: say. Absolutely. Absolutely. The same thing that goes for imagination. You know what? We disagree, but, hey, let's see what our God says about this.
0: Right. It's it's even the same thing like when you have kids. I have so many patients that come to me, clients that come to me, teenagers, who were arrested, shoplifting. They say, well, I'm not a thief doctor in the world, but I was with my friend, and she was putting stuff in her pocket, and so I put putting stuff in my pocket too, mm-hmm. and and now I'm in this situation, right? But if you're hanging with a group of friends that are like-minded and serious about it, because, you know, I mean, I was also a kid, and I went to church all the time, and I believe, but that doesn't mean I'm always going to do the right thing, but at least we have, I had a set of values that I thought that I could sort of rely on. Yes.
1: yes and so yes, and
0: so yes. this is the role that I think, for many people, God can play. And then a lot of people say to me, Dr. Noah, I'm a good person, and I don't believe in God, and I don't have to believe in God. And and that's the beautiful thing about the USA. We can each practice our beliefs the way we want to, you know. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: But I do I do like the idea of having some governing rules on our relationships that help us decide what the right thing is to do. Like, for example, I went to a big department store the other day, and, um, you know, I'm shopping with my... 2.8-year-old, and she is putting stuff in the cart. So everything gets taken out of the cart. Everything gets rang up. And when I get to the car, I see, like, um, some item wedged between, like, the side of the cart and the bottom of the side or something like that that I didn't pay for. I took it back because my belief system is I put, I'm i not supposed to steal it. If I didn't pay for it, I sold for it. I sold it. You know what I mean? So yep. even things like that kind of govern me because I'm thinking in the back of my head, i gotta, I got to get her back in the cart, take the stuff back in, and let these folks know that it didn't get paid for. So things like that kind of help govern some of even the smaller kind of decisions that I might not have thought about when I was 15. I thought, like, hey, you know, great job. I got myself an extra item. But I take it seriously at this stage, and I realize that I, I shouldn't do those kinds of things.
1: Now, how challenging would it be if you had someone who, in that same situation, found it in the same situation, but they were uh, married or dating somebody who had exact opposite belief? Hey, what's the big deal? You got it? You got it? Let's keep it? So now... You're in an internal battle. You know, the person you're dating or married to is saying, you know what, I don't have a problem with what happened. It was an accident. We have a free product. Let's keep it. But now you go going to feel internally torn. Wait a minute. I can't do this. And now you guys have some, could have some friction in that relationship over that.
0: And it seems like a small thing, but add into that a kid, right? Right. So I've got my year old looking in the car like, hey, what should I do with this item? And my first work, work I'm just getting here. we got to take this back. Because I don't want her to think that, oh, I can just, if I want to pick something up. I can just go ahead and take it, and, and it's cool because mm-hmm. mommy doesn't care. So if mommy doesn't care, then, then it makes it okay. So it kind of down, trickles from top down that we all have to sort of be in the same thought process for, for for me to teach my kids what I believe. And I think for the guy that's talking about his fiance left because of religious things, I think that that could be some of what she's thinking. Listen, what's the trickle-down effect of we, we're not believing in things or or what's the trickle down effect? Because I ha- I know lots of people that don't believe. They feel like if you believe in God, that you're believing in something not real. They don't want to teach their kids to believe in fake things, and so they get in arguments with their spouse. Hey, I'm not a believer. You are. So which one of us gets to lead the kids and so tell right. the kids what to do? That's a very big thing. That's I mean, so that's big. a huge that's a huge thing. And so I think that these are serious things to consider when you're dating someone, or even if you're just friends with someone. But how many times have we cut on the news and we see like, we recently saw two friends um, rape a young girl in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Those were two friends together. What if one of them was able to say, listen, this doesn't fit with our moral code. We're not, we shouldn't do this. We never would have saw that story the news. Mm-hmm. Or how many times have we seen people that go, hey, like, again, I cannot tell you the hundreds of kids, maybe thousands of kids I see a year, who one kid is like, I'm not a thief, I shouldn't have done that. And their friend is like, what's the big deal? So you lifted a pair of earrings. This store makes lots of money. What's the big deal about us taking a fifty-cent pair of earrings? Then the other girls feeling conflicted and convicted by the behavior, but still wants to be friends with that friend of hers. So that that also produces a stressor. Absolutely,
1: that's one of some things you got to realize. When someone's not respecting your bully, hey, you can do whatever you want. Don't do it around me or when I'm around, right? Okay. So they're not respecting that. They're gonna it could bring you into a situation where you don't want to be. And hey, you you know how many times do you have? People was good, uh, good kids, but they happened to be hanging around with some not so good kids or bad kids. <clears throat> when that bad kid decided to do something bad, and now that good, so-called good kid got caught up in it. So I just want to intervene. <clears throat> Go good and bad
0: kids. I don't know about bad kids, but yeah. Bad poor, kids. Poor. So I want to be careful that I'm not calling somebody's kid bad, but that we're talking about doing behaviors that folks would consider less than desirable. Interesting. Yeah. So. um... So, we we had another question. We got just a few seconds. It says, um, the writer says, A coworker keeps talking to me about God at work. I want her to stop. Is this considered harassment?
1: Absolutely. Just like uh, the sexual harassment, once you tell that person you're not interested in it, they need to to back off. Once you let that person know you're not interested in uh, hearing about that, their religion, stuff like that, they need to back off. And if if they're not doing that, go ahead and touch base with the human resource. That's an option for you.
0: Okay, very good. And so there's other questions that people have and I know that we have not covered every bit of the topic of is god relevant in our relationships, but this is really a, a, a conversation that I want you guys to have with yourselves so you can make a decision about what's appropriate in your relationship and what's not. And and no matter what we believe, all of us have rules in our relationships. So, it's important for you to be thinking about is having god a part of your relationships, what are the rules that you want to stand by. So, um Thanks for tuning in. We'll be in the same place next week, same time, same place, different topic. Nice talking to everybody. Have a great day. Make it a great week. Sally Beauty's new all-in-one hair color kits make it easy to color your hair at home. Get everything you need to color for beautifully radiant results. Loved by professionals, open to everyone. Sally Beauty. Sally Beauty's new all-in-one hair color kits make it easy to color your hair at home. Get everything you need to color for beautifully radiant results. Loved by professionals, open to everyone. Sally Beauty.